we got it together, didn't we? We've definitely got our thing together, don't we, baby? Isn't that nice? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? I can easily feel myself slipping, slipping more and more away. That super world of my own. Nobody but you and me. We've got it together, baby. and make enough plays uh, to get victory, and for that, we're thankful. Uh, but we have a lot to work on. We have a lot, a lot of details to improve. We need to continue to gain experience and cohesion. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs> Only one like you! Woo! If you could just see Big Max jamming away in his in his office, in his studio in Phoenix, Arizona, you got to love it. Fat Guy Friday, he pulls out Barry White, and he is going at it, having the time of his life. That's... I'm going to get a perm today. I'm going to get a perm today and a leisure suit. I still Diamond have one. Back. I still have Sun one. rooftop. <laughs> you know, if you hold on to anything long enough, It'll come back around. I still got there a leisure is. suit. <laughs> yeah, you did, but you got to have the belt, though. You got to have the belt. Barry had the belt that went with it because it was like a onesie, you know? <laughs> oh, my heavens. <laughs> oh, you're in the locker room. You got to know when you're starting to heave haw and I and you just have a bellyache from laughing. It's a good yeah. Friday, man. Oh, yes. The Steelers being getting prepared to take on the, the – I'm sorry, the ones he just threw me. That just threw yeah, me, it man. It does. It does. I mean, because, you know, you got to think about it, right? It was the polyester, <laughs> the sewn-in pocket, all one material. You know, a little baggy at the ankles, right? The bell bottom's still cool. Oh, oh, oh man, my abs are cramping. Okay. <laughs> Guess I've got my ab workout in already. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, welcome, everybody. We appreciate you. Hour number two in the locker room. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. We are right here on ESPN Radio and Steelers, or ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. We're talking Raiders. And one of the things that I'm excited about, because I really, I really believe this, Max, is you got to take advantage of those B gaps with those guards who uh, right now you're down to second and third teamers, possibly in the lineup, and we saw the wrecking machine that Cam Hayward was. He was a one-man wrecking machine out there, basically. But I also look at a young offensive lineman, Alex Leatherwood, and I'm saying, hello, T.J. Watt. What do you think about that matchup? I love it. I love it. I I think hello, T.J. Watt. Hello, Melvin Ingram. Right. I think both of those guys can really take advantage of Alex Leatherwood. Because you have to remember, Alex, because 
I cover the SEC, so okay. I, I've covered Alabama the last couple of years. Like, okay. the reason why Jedrick Wills got drafted so high to the Cleveland Browns a year ago was because Alex Leatherwood stayed in school. They're like, well, we'll take the other tackle because he must be just as good. <laughs> <laughs> and Jedrick Wills was the right tackle, and now where is he playing? He's playing left tackle. And now Alex Leatherwood, his longtime left tackle, is now a right tackle uh, for the Raiders. So when you look at that, you're saying a guy's playing out of position. First and foremost, he's still getting comfortable. So what creates even more uncomfortability than putting a premier elite pass rusher on you that has moves on you? The one thing that Alex Leatherwood wants you to do is bull rush. The one thing Alex Leatherwood does not want you to do is run in space. Yes. Because he doesn't move his feet as fast and as consistently in the in the exterior of this offense. And that's one of the things that you want to take advantage of because guess what T.J. Watt likes to do? He likes to run, and he won't stop. And an offensive lineman, we want to get to a point where we can can root ourselves like a tree, right? That's why you want the phone booth. That's why you want the chip because if I can lock on, I can hold on for dear life. Yes. And you you stop your feet, and and that's what my goal is. So I think it's going to be really important for them, and I'm not going to be surprised if you see – Early on, a lot of Darren Waller lining up from the right position or moving from left to right to create that mismatch to where you want to funnel the outside backer responsibility to him, either with body presence or with some type of chip. But here's the thing. T.J. Watt, call him Lays. You know why? Why is that? Because he eats through chips and you can't (laughs) just have one, right? I mean, that's what you want. You want a guy to take that advantage. And then if you are getting that, guess what? You're looking over here. Cam Hayward can now work on that backside guard. Absolutely. Because because De- Derek Carr is going to be looking directly. That's right side. He's yes. a right-handed quarterback. He's going to look at that. Guess what? That backside A and B gap. Ooh. Somebody's going to feast. Exactly. Exactly. It's like when you throw the jab and then you hit the rib shot to the opposite side. On, you know? There you go. I mean, that, you're trying to soften them up, and that's a good way to do it. You know, one of the things I when I when I watched. Um, Leatherwood, one of the things that, that interests me, his his ability to anticipate the punching moment, you know, that, that moment of that zone of engagement when the guy closes on you enough. And watching where he got in trouble, he'd get those hands out awfully early. He'd stop his feet. He wouldn't move on his 45, uh, you know, after he put his hand, you know, would put his hands out there. In other words, he's placing his hands rather than punching. And I think that's really – where TJ can give him some miserable fits. But I like what you're talking about also on the backside because I think you look on the opposite side and that's where you're going to have some people like Jermaine Illuminor and all those guys, uh, John Simpson, you're going to have you're going to have problems issues with that inside rush cuz Tyson is also, you know, Tyson's a, a heck of a ball player. Tyson Alu Alu, that is a consistent veteran presence there who gets the job done, doesn't make mistakes is where he's supposed to be. Um, that, to me, you know, that's one-two punch. I would love to have two it back, obviously. No, who, all of us yeah. would. But that yeah. Tyson is a guy, man, that, it, that you can't overlook. Well, and, and when you think of Tyson, you know, he kind of gets understated, right, because you yeah. have Cam, you have TJ, you have right. Alex Highsmith, you have all of these shiny toys. But every once in a while, you know the one base component to any good toy is? What's that? Is having a good, is having a good nut and bolt, and that's what Tyson Alawalo is, right? Because yep. the kid's gonna gonna <laughs> jerk it, move it, twist it around. 
you got to have you got to have some good metal in there to keep that thing in place. And that's what Tyson provides. He's that he's that nut and bolt type of guy that you want because he keeps everybody else able to do what they do because he's doing his job. And that's what's that's what's going to come down to him and Chris Wormley are going to have to work that offside A and B gap because if you want to one fire X yeah. cross dog, guess what you're going to have. <laughs> You're going to have a slanting defensive lineman to bring the two guys in the opposing. A-gaps. You got to open up that, that middle. Yeah, you got to you got to you got to open it like a can of tuna. Right. And, and, and you're hungry. <laughs> uh, you got a 20 minute lunch break. And I got this. I got this little one, but I got this can of tuna. I need to get to this can of tuna before I get back to work. That's what you need to pry it open. And that's what's going to be. And guess what that does for T.J. Watt as well. Oh, it's gonna, gonna flash flat. and go. He's dropping into Ab- zone, right? Absolutely. So now Alex Leatherwood, short corner, and he can't get back to the inside because he's so focused on blocking that defensive guy, and that's when you get the shadow game going. So it's it's going to be a lot of schematics. Keith Butler is going to be creative. I mean, as we've seen, he has some he has some new tricks in his sleeve. So it's going to be really fun to watch the defensive chess match that goes on between him and John Gruden. I think it's just going to be sensational. You know, and the biggest thing about it is if the Steelers can get that running game going, because obviously one of the things we looked at earlier, and it's still we'll, we'll talk about, we're going to go to the phones here in just a moment, but the fact is you, you've got an undersized defensive line for the Raiders, and this is an opportunity to get that running game going and more g- power gap blocking against undersized guys. You got Obviously, you got to stay a little bit away from Jonathan Hankins because he'll, he'll hold the point. All right, he's 350 yeah. pounds. You know, I mean, the guy is going to hold that point. But there's other ways you can move around him. You can wham him and other stuff. And I look forward to seeing this because if you get that running game going and the passing game for the Steelers and the fact that you're in Heinz Field, it's going to be loud. It's going to create some issues for the Raiders. But for our defensive guys, you know, they can have a clear hearing of what's going on and uh, be able to get after it on the snap counts. Yeah, and th- and that that's all you want, right? You want to create that opportunity for that off for your for your offensive and defensive lines to tat- tee off into a guy. And defensively, I know that's been our emphasis, but offensively, if guys are anticipating, and, you, and ben, Ben's very good at the inflection of the voice, right? The pitch right. that that's necessary to get a guy to draw draw guys off sides. The key is making sure that our guys stay on sides in that process as well, that's right? True. I mean, that's the other thing. Because one <laughs> thing to practice, tell, one thing to do it in live. live let me, let me tell you, <laughs> one, time, one time we went on, what was it, four with Terry Bradshaw and three of us jumped off sides, and that was the last time we went on four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's well, one of those like, oops. Well, you know, B.A. used to say, listen, I would hate for you to sit at some bar one day and say, Damn it! I could have played in the NFL if I could count to three. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that, that'd be a bummer. All right, let's yeah. go to the phones. All right, we got CR in Chicago. CR, we lost you yesterday, but you're back in the locker room, right here on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Where, where are you at, e, uh, there, CR? What's going on, guys? CR, Chicago. How the heck y'all doing this morning, man? We're doing good. I noticed you left out the old fogies because now we got a young buck. <laughs> That's yeah, right. I got, I'm trying to come up w- w- with a new name, so I, I don't know what it's going to be, but um, uh, I sure miss that old bogey thing. But you yeah. know what? Uh, real quick, uh, I want I want to give a shout out to to one of the people yesterday that you know that that, that made the comment about about Touch that that he's still here with us. Sarcastic I, sword. I, I, yes. I really believe that. Yeah. And everything we say, he, he's here because he's going 
uh, especially because of you. He's going to come. There's going to be thoughts and comments that come out your head. It's going to be automatic. Yeah. And uh, so he's still part of the show, and uh, we all love him. And trust me, brother, we all miss him. So That's anyway, for sure. um, That's for sure. Uh, but, hey, uh, Max, when are you going to get get to uh, get to Pittsburgh? When are you guys going to get a face to face show? Oh, so Mondays um, after home games, we're we're face to face. He'll be in the studio if we can fit him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's huge. He's working on, uh, on cleaning out a janitor's closet to fit me in. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, that'll work. Hey, brother, I, I appreciate your insights. Um, it's a little bit different, but uh, you, 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 you make some good points, and I'm, I'm glad you're here. Uh, let's talk about some football. Oh, I want to shout out to everybody out there in Steeler Nation. Uh, appreciate the people calling in. Uh, sarcastic sword kicked uh, 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 off the other day. Haven't heard from Juan, but once, so we got to figure out what's going on with him. But in any case, um, this hello. Yeah, you're there. Yep, here we got you. Okay, uh, this weekend is going to be um, a, a good game for us. Uh, everybody, uh, last week everybody picked against the Steelers, and this week I looked at one of the ESPN programs. Everybody's with the Steelers, so I think we just need need to gel on our offense. I think our defense is going to hold the line. I don't really have any problem with our defense because they're playing lights out. But um, we get that running game going. The, those rookies had the opportunity to – when I call them rookies, uh, they had the opportunity to get this um, this first game in last week and notice that the second half they came together. So I think that by the time this weekend rolls around, they're going to have a better feeling for how to play with each other. What's your comment? Well, I agree with you, Sierra, in a lot of ways. You know, one of the things I, I, I myself, if I was an offensive coordinator, one of the things I'd want to be doing is testing the recuperative ability out immediately. You know, I'd kind of want to, well, let's go a screen left, maybe a screen right after the second play, something where I get them running back and forth and start getting them in a uh, contest of, uh, you know, how is your recuperation? Are you recuperated enough? Um, from overtime on Monday, flying east and all that sort of things. Just trying to get them a little bit tired early on, see what they've got. And then you just, I think you go start to soften them up as Max talks about kneading the dough, right? You got to kind of go body. You got to go Rocky Balboa. You know what I mean? You got to go body, 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 head, you know, that sort of thing. So I look forward to seeing how. Um, they're going to attack, how they're going to come around. And Matt Canada is going to um, obviously go out there. And, and the first uh, number of plays, it'll be interesting to see how they attack the or the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, what do you think, think Matt? That, that, that's, that, that, that's the biggest point is I want to tire you out. I want to get you moving laterally because, obviously, the whole point of the game is north and south. Right. So if I can get you moving laterally and taking those extra steps, you know, I don't agree with the with the zone approach like we took last week early in that game and kind of being just dose, 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 dose. I think you have to mix in that man with the zone plays, but keep them honest to where they're running laterally. Right. And that's what the outside zone and outside sprint zones are designed for. But I think the line, like you said, every game, every snap is a new opportunity for that line to gain experience together and figure out how to work in tandem because that is the key – ethos of the offensive line position is how do five guys move as one and so hey I like getting that. guys in a new place so I think I think it's going to be important to do that early get some up-tempo offense as well which Matt Canada really likes yep. use that to try and burn out a Jonathan Hankins right a big guys don't like to move quick and often <laughs> so you get him going 
and get him moving. Yes, Mac, Max Crosby, Carl Nassib, yes, they love to run. They're, 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 you know, those are the guys that, that are the pace horses. But get the big guys softened up so then when you do hit the man, you get a little less resistance. You get a little bit more. And they're thin at that D-tackle position. So it's going to be important to take advantage of that because you, if you want to establish this game and to be a true two-dimensional team, we're not dealing with the wind and everything else, that's where it's going to be important is continually and then you attacking those in guys. The guys are time zone playing. They're coming in from the West Coast. So all that's going to make a, a huge difference. Hey, guys, I'm going to back out because I know we got some other people. So, Max, I don't know if you heard me or not, but um, in the meantime and in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right. Thank you, CR. Appreciate you checking in from Steelers Nation Chicago. We're going to get to go to break. We'll be back with more in the locker room. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Oh, little Luther Vandross here. But you know, yeah, Luther, Luther. Now, big Luther. Big Luther. Big Luther. Explain, yeah, would you not please? Little Luther. Okay. Yeah, he was fat in the 80s and then he kind of lost weight in the 90s. <laughs> um, you know, he had, he had the curl back in the 80s. Him okay. and Barry White, I think, went to the ha- same hairstylist. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, that's one of the things, like when we're talking about big men needing line. That's why I was like, you have to disseminate. It has to be '80s Luther. You can't, you can't give us '90s Luther, right? Because right. he gets slimmer, and then therefore <laughs> it's like retirement for a lineman, right? You know, you yeah. either get, you, you, when you retire, you got you got to lose the weight. So or you know, try Luther to. In the eight, yeah, exactly. Luther, prime Luther, big booming voice Luther. I look at that in the 80s, and so that's why he, he made the cut. We couldn't play any 90s hits. We had to go straight 80s to get the Luther. <laughs> I mean, you could go with that. House is a home. I mean, we have, we, we have plenty. We have plenty of Fat Man Fridays to come. But I just wanted a little prelude of, of some of the big guys that popped into my head. You know what worries uh, me, though? You Friday. start jamming so much, you're going to get up and start dancing across the room. You're going to be out of my screen. I won't even know where you're at. <laughs> hey, hey, listen! I got a mean air bass guitar. Listen, listen! That left hand, you got 
You got to have that index finger flicking, you know, because that's what you need. Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. We are in the locker room, and it's ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. And I got to tell you something. There's something that troubled me. I mean, you got to help me out with this, Max, okay? I'm reading about this company, Colossal. All right. Colossal is this uh, regeneration. uh, They're going to do DNA and they're going to go into the Arctic and get a woolly mammoth DNA. They're going to recreate a woolly mammoth. I mean, have not we seen this before in Jurassic Park? A Pittsburgh based or Pittsburgh native actor, Jeff Goldblum. He says, no, don't do it. This is bad. But it's a woolly mammoth. What do you think? I mean, here's the thing. You know, we 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 need we need Jurassic Park Jeff Goldblum. We don't need Apartments.com Jeff Goldblum to come in and give us <laughs> good point the 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 the, intel- the intelligence that's necessary for this. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It's like, oh, well, we well we've watched Jurassic Park, right? Uh-huh. We don't want anything with teeth, okay? And claws, right? Let's go get something that has flat teeth and tusks. Big tusks. <laughs> And a lot of hair, because everybody loves something woolly and fuzzy. Oh, it's so fuzzy. <laughs> um, but you don't realize that if a woolly mammoth got loose on the streets, he would start toppling buildings with its skull and its tusk and its trunk, just whacking stuff left and right. Why do we want to recreate? There's a reason why God sent a meteor here to destroy the prehistoric <laughs> animals. Like that, that, There's a reason why that, that's not supposed to be. If a woolly mammal was supposed to still be here, guess what? We wouldn't have elephants. We'd have that's, woolly mammals. That's exactly my point. So Go we'll, look at Babar. Don't think about... <laughs> Don't think about Ice Age. <laughs> oh, exactly. I mean, we already got Barney, the purple dinosaur. That's enough. Okay, that's yeah, that, all that's we need. Enough. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, already there. Yeah. All yeah, right, yeah. let's no, no move more. on. All right, my friend, let's go to uh, – we're going to go to New Hampshire. We're going to go to the phone lines here because we got to get Jason from New Hampshire, as Tunch would say, and we got to find out if Jason's up on a mountaintop or if he's down in the valley because we lost him one time down in the valley. Jason, are you there, my friend? Hello, Jason. Jason, can you hear me? Well, he's not checking in. Jacob, can we get we got Jason? Uh, I guess we don't. Okay, moving he's right along here. Top. We'll come back and we'll we'll see if we can get him. Um, one of the things that we got to look at is the 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 possibility of really being able to run the ball at these guys, which to me is going to be a um, that's going to be a big part of the game. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we can get Najee cooking. Uh, and it's home base, home field. You got the advantage of the snap count, all that sort of stuff. It's not going to be silent count stuff. So you can get your you can get your flat back, get roll over that front foot, put your forehead in the guy's chin, and rip to rack and be able to get some movement there. To me, um, this is a big part of the game coming up. We got to get some movement at the point of attack. Yeah, movement is going to be key because we saw, and you know, I've talked about how you need to change it up to get these guys tired out. But the other way of getting guys tired out is running at them. That's why you need a good mix of man and zone scheme. And when we say man scheme, that that includes the power, right? That includes the wham. That includes doubles. Now, wait a minute. Let me let me just make sure we're talking the same terminology. When you say power, you're talking about the boss play, the guard around. Yeah. Okay, yes, that's yeah, because- guard around power. Yeah. Either backside to front side between the B gaps, or yes. you're kicking out full blown. Right. Um, and that that's GT as well, right? Counter GTs. Right. You we know, used to call them sixteen, seventeen G because everything in back in my day was was numbered with you know numbers and stuff like that. But yeah. the the depth of the linebackers, first of all, Perryman and Kwiatkowski and whoever 
is going to be in there. To me, one of the things I want to do is you got to go after him in the boss play. I mean, get after him, get up yeah. there on the power, and get after him. And plus, if you can double team one of those, you know, lighter, less than three hundred pound DTs, um, you know, that'll be that that would be significant. Being able to get some movement and be able to turn Najee loose. Yeah, because you know one of the things we saw in the game last week, Najee when he hit his biggest plays, it was between the tackles. It wasn't out on the edges. Because you had quick, undersized linemen who could knife through right. the gaps that were provided. And also, they have fast-flow backers. So the fast-flow backers, that plays into their game, right? They, they're the sideline-to-sideline guys that can run. Like, Tremaine Edmonds can run. We, yeah. we have his brother here. And just think of a bigger version of, of Terrell. Yes. That, that's what you're getting there. So he can run all day. So you have to be able to change that up with him. Get out on the edges, but send a body to block back inside, to create a funnel on the outside. In the middle, double teaming up to where the linebacker can't read and he has to make a decision late and a lineman can come off and create that hole and create that wall that we're looking for. That's what they're, they, they're, they're repping this week. I know Adrian Clem is looking at that and saying, there's an advantage here. Now that we have film, we know what you guys are doing good and we know what you're, you're, you're struggling with, let's try and play to those strengths when we do our game plan and set up all of our plays. That's what's going to be key, but it has to be a balance of two. You can't get just one or the other. All right. We got Jason back up in New Hampshire. Jason, welcome to the locker room, buddy. Oh, hopefully you can hear me this time. Well, I yes. hope you get on you top of the mountain, see? <laughs> well, I was driving home at lunch uh, the other day, and, and I should have known better because there's a dead spot in there. But uh, <laughs> you were kind of right. I was in a valley, so. <laughs> 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 I'll try to be quick because I know I'm up against it now. But, uh, you know, Max, I didn't realize you were out in Phoenix uh, until about midweek when I was hearing you guys talk about it. That's where I actually proposed to my fiance last week. Um, oh, not in Phoenix, but in that area. Yeah, yeah. Okay, was, uh, okay. We, we, we flew into Phoenix and did six states in five days. We did uh, – anyway, I won't go into that, but um, – Punch. I started talking. Oh, yeah. Wolf. I got punch on the brain all, all yeah. the time when I'm listening. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to share a quick little funny anecdote that we shared last year. Um, you guys were talking about Ali Hans and about Baba Ganoush. Yes. And uh, I had taken uh, Brandy down there to the Renaissance um, for her to see Pittsburgh for the first time. And I didn't realize Ali Hans was across the way. So we went for dinner. And I had to try the Baba Ganoush because of your guys' conversation. My God, are you not kidding? When you talk about like it's like snot, <laughs> it's like eating snot. And Tunch was saying, "Oh, but it's good." And I have to agree with Tunch. It was pretty good for snot, you know. You got to get over that initial reaction. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, now to football. Um, now, Mike Tomlin uh, played underneath Gruden for quite a bit, and it was quite a few years ago. I get that. Um, does it is it more of an advantage? Do you think for Tomlin being under John's uh, teaching and whatnot? Do you think Tomlin has more of an insight into what kind of a coach and what kind of a game plan uh, Gruden might have as opposed to Gruden over Tomlin? I would think uh, personally that. Mike T's got a pretty good uh, look at, at what John Gruden likes to run, how he coaches. Mike has talked about the formative years, and I would think certainly he's got a good idea of, of what he's going to be up against come Sunday at 1 o'clock, in my mind. What do you say, Max? 
Yeah, I, I think that, that that's exactly what you, you're you're going to hope for because let's face it, last week in week one we had we had that moment. Brian Flores, Bill Belichick. Yes. You know, Miami, New England, and that right. you don't think that played a significant role? It mm-hmm. absolutely oh, did. Absolutely. Now, so I think it is going to be important because he knows how aggressive John Gruden is and he knows what he's going to want to do. And he's going to figure out the chess pieces that he wants to move in that time. So I think it helps, especially a defensive coach versus an offensive-minded coach. That's the perfect parallel because you're always scheming against that group normally. So you're playing, you're putting mind for mind. So I, I think it is going to play into their favor. And as far as the uh, traveling back and forth, you know, that was one of the questions I was going to ask earlier in the week, but you guys have hit on it. Um, you were talking earlier before I had a meeting take me away from the first time I tried calling. Um, I, uh, when we had made that trip out there, like you guys had said, going out there to Phoenix wasn't all that bad. Coming back, I was mentally drained, somewhat yeah. physically drained. Now, now, because you guys may have experienced this, well, yeah, you definitely have experienced it. Which is worse, the physical or the mental, when it comes to making a a, play, or a a game trip like this on a short week? We got less than a minute, Max. Go ahead, hit it. Physical, physical. Yeah. Body can't recover. You're flying in an airplane, and what makes that worse is you dehydrate yourself. So not only are you already feeling bad muscularly, now you need that that all important life source of water in your body, and you're trying to get that to hopefully help repair the rest of your body. And then you're hopping on a plane shorter than, than advertised and coming back, coming east. So it's not going to bode well physically. We'll see how good mentally they hold up to that. But the physical is always the, always worse than the mental. That's uh, exactly so. Right Jason, cool. thank you so Did much. You get... We got to roll, brother. Oh, We're up against the got break. It, got it. Thank you so much. We'll be back, folks, after this with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, we're going to wind it up. Who better to wind it up with than Meatloaf? I mean, come on, you got to love a guy named Meatloaf. 
Some guy I mean, up there. Oh, bigger than life. Yep. It, it, it doesn't get any better when you're talking about the quintessential big guy than to have a guy by the name of Meatloaf, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the quintessential hearty man's meal. And, you know, and, play, and playing the guitar solo, what, hearing the guitar cry like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beauty. And then, and then you get Meatloaf crying oh, uh, right yes. after that as he, as he sang. I mean, yeah, this, that, that, that's the perfect way to end a Fat Man Friday. You give a guy who has a name after one of the more del- de- delicious and beloved family meals of Americana right there. <laughs> Indeed. You're in the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. We got one caller here. We're going to wind up here with Haji from Pittsburgh. Is this the Haji from uh, Johnny Quest? Come on in. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, this is Haji. I'm, actually, I'm from Qatar overseas. Oh, okay. Oh, well, Qatar. welcome, brother. Nice. Very I, good. I, 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 I welcome you. I welcome also Mark. And uh, I just want to remind you, in uh, um, Super Bowl 43, when he said at the end, we built for this. Or we, uh, we are made for this. This is great. <laughs> yes. I never forget this. I, I was watching there. It was eight hours difference. We are there ahead. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. You were watching at 3 in the um, morning? Yeah, actually, uh, yeah. my kids were born in America, and uh, all of us uh, still as lovers. You know, we cannot skip any game, even any time we can wake up and watch it. Anyhow, uh, uh, there are two points I want to mention. First of all, my condolence for our uh, contention is yes. something I cannot describe anymore. Uh, the second thing is, I I hope that the Steelers won't feel like uh, Buffalo once they thought they were going to win. They have to do the plan. They have to be tough. They have to be physical to win this game. And I hope they will win the game. That's my point. It's the good offense. Very good indeed. That's exactly so. You know what? You cannot overlook these Raiders. Uh, One thing you'll know right away is the fact these guys are very capable. You look at the fact that they came back to tie the game in the fourth, then came back two more times to tie it up and did so with a field goal two minutes to go and then won it in overtime. I mean, that's a team that when you set the table like that and then you come across and finish by being able to tie it up, going to overtime, it says one thing to you, you know, that you are capable at any time as, a, as an offense and defense, that being the Raiders, of coming back from any deficit. You've really now signed a, kind of set the tone for yourself. Exactly. Well, down but never out. They're also professionals, so we have to don't forget that. No yes. question I about think. it. Anything Thank else? Thank you so much. God, God, God bless you. And I just keep watching you. I never forget anything about you. God bless you. God Thank bless you, me. brother. Appreciate right. you, you so much. much. Thanks for, for jumping in. All right. Well, Max, this is kind of winding up our first week together, my friend. It's been absolutely a joy. Now, this has been a lot of fun, Wolf. And, and we've gone through, you know, we've gone through the paces, right? I mean, we, we, do, we now have ninjas on our show. <laughs> we do. I mean, we we've gone through the the fun adversity and evolution of a new show. Thank you for welcoming, of course, to Steelers Nation. I thank you guys for welcoming me with uh, open arms mm-hmm. and and embracing. You know this this is an adjustment. This is a transition. This is I know a tough period um, to hear a new voice when you've had such a commanding, powerful, transcendent voice um, in touch yes. on these airwaves for so long. And, you know, have having you here, Wolf, um, to be kind of that shepherd, right, to pass in between. Uh, it, it's truly a joy. I'm blessed to be here. Um, I love Tunch. And, you know, it's one of those. And things he loved you, brother. He talked yeah. the world to you. Yeah. It, it, it's bittersweet because I love Tunch so much. Yeah. But at the same time, this opportunity wouldn't have happened 
um, you know, without the situation. So it's tough to be in that in that kind of juxtaposition. Yeah. But you know what? We're all going to heal together. We're all going to have fun together. But most importantly, we're going to keep his spirit alive. We're going to remember celebrate more so than anything else no sorrow here all happiness all belly laughs and of course we're gonna have some baba ganoush in the process <laughs> that we will do because we will always <laughs> celebrate chalooch uh you know what he was just the greatest brother and i i again i i know that i took uh, the easy way out this week because i i really just said you know i'm not prepared to talk about it yet because he has been my brother for 41 years i love that man he was just uh, my mom thought she had four boys instead of three, and you know his his mom thought got that she got two instead of one, and uh, we we keep looking in on her on, on mom I ten, and you know I I just uh, it's been it, it was it was a tough blow. I mean you know he, he, I keep sitting there and I'm I'm going, wow, uh, he's you know he already he's, he's in heaven. I mean you know he's with Jesus, and I'm like going wow, you know, and it just somehow it it just. Never seems real until it's real at that moment. And then you just kind of, and that's what I guess the grieving process is. But I know one thing for sure. I know this, that um, uh, he will be rooting on for the Steelers come the Raiders at 1 o'clock on Sunday. And I'm excited that you're coming to town, Max. I'm excited that you'll be in the studio on Monday. It's going to be good. This is a big game, buddy. Yeah, this is a huge game. And this is one to really set up the mind state of the Steelers, right? You have an epic win that you weren't supposed to have, but now the game that you're supposed to close out, you must do it. You can't have the epic letdown. Oh, because yeah. Because then that shows that you haven't matured and you haven't learned from last year. So this is a big game. Don't overlook it because it's Las Vegas. Regardless of how bad the, the Raiders are, here's the thing. In the last 21 years when they've sucked, they're 5-2 and two against the Steelers. <laughs> Keep that in mind. You know, that's the truth of the matter, my friend. You know, even even in their lean years, there's something about having a bullet that's got your name on it that they seem to have for Pittsburgh. So putting all that aside, you know what it's like. You, you, there's there's that time to crack the eggs and, and make a new omelet, and this is indeed that time for the Steelers. Okay, thank you, Max. I appreciate you. I'll see you in the Berg here this weekend. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Always, always, from Max and I and the Ninjas, we appreciate you guys tuning into this show. Appreciate you. Have a great one. And let's go Steelers. Rock it at 1 o'clock on Sunday.